now. The Hall of Fame Bears defensive tackle who specialized in making opposing quarterbacks see long white tunnels of light with ghostly lost relatives saying, go back, it was just a sack. Ned O.P. Obradovich, the Bears legend who is picking off passes and grinding offensive linemen into powder while you are still wearing tough skins and drinking tang. Kaz Kozlowski, the one-time Bears receiver who could catch a pass and a dive, then celebrate four rows up in the stands with the pretzel vendor. Mark Harmon, a confident, independent young man with skills in communication and teamwork. He's what? He's getting married. Don't forget that. This is the Chevy Hamp and OB Show with Kaz. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage, 720 WGN Radio. The Bears on the verge of a victory. Number four on the season. If they can get one stop, it's fourth and seven. And the Bears are up a touchdown. Hamp OB and Kaz with you till 5.30 today ahead of Blackhawks hockey. Hamp and OB with Kaz sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com. And we are going to be discussing a victory today, hopefully, uh, as this game is okay. This game is officially over. There's a flag on the final play, but the flag is on the Detroit Lions, which means the Bears have won, and the Bears have ended their four-game painful losing streak as Jeff Driscoll, God bless him, the Lions' backup quarterback, drafted in 2016 by the Niners, played for the Cincinnati Bengals and backing up Matthew Stafford, who could not go today. No one knew that was going to happen until today. Stafford was a back injury and other things going on, so he was not in there. Driscoll got the start, and the Bears got a win. And three drives in a row at the end of the first half and to start the second half, the Bears got into the end zone. Three touchdown passes by Mitchell Trubisky. That's right, three touchdown passes. He was 16-23 today, which isn't over-the-top good, but it's a lot better than it's been, right? 16-23, 173 yards, 20-13, to as the Chicago Bears beat the Detroit Lions. Hampton will be walking into their studio as we get going here. And uh, Hampo, it wasn't pretty, but a win is a win is a win, and the Bears certainly needed one, and they got it done today. Well, you know, I think you're being very generous when you said they got it done. And, you know, and see, this is, yeah, we won. We won the game. We won a game. Finally, after five straight endeavors, we finally find a way to win after four straight losses. But this was this was despicable. I'm telling you, you know, and I'm sick of watching. I'm telling you, this team is really, it's wearing me out. I was on the sidelines today, OB, and I was watching not only how they prepare for the game, but how they uh, interact. And and i got to tell you, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to say today was a win, but my gosh, if if, if it was, you know, one of those hand grenade things, the closest, you know, (laughs) How do you not put away one of the most miserable football teams on the planet Earth with a backup nobody quarterback and let them go down 
the field time and time and time again and have a chance to beat you or at least tie you and go for two and beat you at the end of a game. I'm telling you, folks, there's something really sad, sick about this team. Well, you know, well, first of all, congratulations to the Bears. I mean, my God, if we'd have lost this game, uh, you know, there's a couple of things in there. You know, the Lions coming in here, out of 32 teams in the league, the Lions defense ranked 31st. There's only one team worse than them. And not only that, they come in here, and one of the most prolific passers in the game today, their quarterback, is out for the game. I mean, you couldn't have a better scenario for the Bears to break a losing streak at home against with their fans behind them. And guess what? Again, we take it down to just a few seconds ago to tie it or lose it or, or, or let Detroit win the damn thing. And uh, I, I, I just saw so many times, three and out, three and out, three and out. We had a short run there where we got three touchdowns, three passes from Trubisky. Good for the kid. He probably needed it. More, <laughs> he definitely needed to, it. To say the least. But anyways, look at the rest of the game. Folks, I have no idea. And now, folks, we've got to go out and play the Los Angeles Rams. Here come the teams. Here come the teams. And this was a giant win for the Bears today. So kudos to the Bear organization, to Trubisky. But I'll tell you what, to play a team that did not have a quarterback and to play a team that ranked 31st in total defense and they took us down to the last second to win the game. That's what happened today. They should be, you know, I'm, I'm just telling you. I was there at the beginning. I watched the end. They should, they should be ashamed of the way they played today. I'm telling you, top to bottom. And where the hell is Khalil Mack? This guy is turned into a thief. He's, I'm telling you, I, I don't know what to tell you, but you know, any team has got to have a certain leader. A guy that you look at and say, that's the guy that we're going to emulate. We're going to follow. Who's leading this team? I'm telling you. Leonard Floyd had a couple of decent rushes late in the game. We needed it. Desperately needed it. But this team doesn't have any direction, has no leadership, and we almost lost to the scourge of the NFL. Well, I tell you. Sad is what it is. Uh, it's sad. It's, well, it's... Uh... I tell you what, Danny, it, it, it really jerks at you, you know, knowing how long you played the game and at what level you played the game at. But I tell you what, I was totally and completely disappointed. My God, three and out, three and out, three and out. And in the second half, after we had the three touchdown barrage, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. But two of those touchdown drives were enabled by penalties. 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 And, and, you know, hey, if somebody on the other side was doing something illegal, then you have to call a penalty. Now, is that good luck? Is it good fortune? Are we just being, you know, enabled by the other team's poor play? It's not like, I'm just telling you, go out there. You can't, it's a smell test and an eye test. Would you have traded quarterbacks with Detroit today? Yes. That kid who never heard of Driscoll played at Louisiana Tech looked like three times the player our quarterback was. Well, I, you know, Danny. It's crazy. I, you, it's we crazy. could sit and, 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 and go all day on, on, on the pros and cons of what happened today. But I tell you one thing that was constant, and that was Nagy with his play calling. His conservative play calling, three and out, three and out, folks, and against probably, and I, I, I don't know where to go with this almost anymore. Just watch. 
the game plan that is put together from week to week to week to week. My God, you're playing against a team that's dead, almost dead last in, in defense. And we got to struggle to win this game. You know, at the very end, folks, okay, oh, and again, okay, Trubisky threw three touchdown passes. Hoorah! That's his damn job. He should have been throwing three a week. Finally, he actually does a, a little bit, which is good. But you tell me, Detroit was in a nine-man line the last two drives, and we were scared to throw it because you know why, I know why, and Detroit knows why because because this kid, I'm, I, I'm just telling you, it's, it, it, it defies belief what we see on a weekly basis from that kid. Well, I tell you what, we got to go out to uh, L.A. next Sunday night. We've got to play the Rams, and I just mentioned and alluded to a little while ago that we've got we got to go to Detroit, we got to go to Green Bay, we got to go to Minnesota. We got Patrick Mahomes is back; he lit it up again today. Four hundred uh, yards. He's over probably four hundred yards already. I don't know how many touchdowns he's thrown. They lost, by the way, thirty-five, thirty-two. Tennessee beat him. A lot of crazy scores today in the NFL, guys. By the way, we'll get to that in a little bit here. So go ahead. We'll yeah, no, but I was just saying we got Kansas City coming in here with Patrick Mahomes. And we got and again we got to play the Rams and we got to play the Cowboys yet too, so for a lot of fires coming our way. Yeah, and Cowboys you, you had mentioned about Cleo Mack. Okay, you know th- this kid it, is he a great football player and a really good football player? Yes, he is. Okay, there's no question about it. Can you have a bad game? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. But you can't have five bad games. Not when you're making 141 million dollars. For six years, which brings it to $23.5 million, uh, a year, which brings that down to if he plays basically, I'm pretty sure my mathematics is correct on this, if he plays about 50 plays a game, that's roughly, he makes about $30,000 a play. $30,000 a play. He better walk on water, which he has not been doing. 312-981-7200 is the phone number. It might not sound like it right now, but the Bears did win. They beat the Detroit. No, yeah, we yeah. Gave them their, I gave them their congratulations. They won, but what are, you, what are you talking about? A team with a quarterback that really hasn't even played. The main quarterback is out. The one team is worse than they are on defense. They come in here. We didn't play in Detroit. We played in Chicago. My God, what are you supposed to tell them? Oh, they were great. They ran away with the game. They did, which they should have, but they didn't. It came down to the last second, Mark. It wasn't pretty, but it was a win, and the losing streak that needed to go away is away, and whatever small percentage of hope there is that the Bears will make the playoffs this year. I know that's a long way from uh, happening here, but they uh, they do keep whatever little percentage is alive. They needed a win today, and they did get it. You know, and I, I, Take a look at our offensive line. How our offensive line? Yeah, our offensive line played today. I agree. Our offensive line. I don't know who they blocked. They really didn't block anybody. I mean, how many sacks did Detroit have? Four, five. Five. They had five. Five sacks. We had two on their backup quarterback who threw what fifty-eight, forty-eight passes today. You got to get the stats in a minute. They had five. Their defensive line had five sacks, and they're the. 31st worst defense in the league, and they had five sacks against us. Now, 
I'm supposed to be thrilled that the Bears won the game, et cetera, et cetera. You got to look at all these little things, offensively and defensively. How did they play? Did they miss tackles? Did they rush the passer? This is all, everything comes into play. Three and out, three and out, three and out. How many games, and to our listeners out there, how many games do you think we're going to win when we're going to start to play some teams that are pretty damn good? With three and out, three and out, and with Nagy throwing three and four yard passes. Because that's what the hell we've been doing. Well, nine games into the season, the Bears have gone three and out now to start the game four times. Four out of nine. They've also scored one touchdown on their first possession. And what about our defense? Long. You know, the, the, the rumor has it we had a great defense somewhere. Where Where are they? You know, Detroit, backup Betty at quarterback, right down the field to the three yard line. And he makes a bad throw into the end zone. Otherwise, we're down seven nothing. Now it's another, you know, it's another headache all day. Finally, you know, we force him into a bad throw, so they kick the field goal. We we're down six nothing. And again, if you were to flip the jerseys, you would have thought, oh yeah, that's the Bears playing. But wait a minute, that was the Detroit defense. Think about this, folks. Think about this: the thirty-first ranked defense. And we barely get 50 yards of rushing when we had a lead and wanted to run the ball essentially the entire second half. Let me just tell you this. You know, it's at some point, it all has to come to bear. You have to start hanging responsibilities on the people that it's are coming, not getting their job. It's coming, big man. They're not getting their job done. And your, your point about the offensive line is dead on. Hey, you know, they flopping uh, the guard in the center. I don't know if that's uh, that's going to uh, – well, here's the other part. Remember we're, who we're playing this week. And, again, we'll get to that. But remember, James Daniel blocked the uh, Aaron Donald pretty well last year when he played when we played the, the L.A. Rams. Maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know. But our offensive line, they whiffed today. They stunk. I'll tell you what, just real quickly here. We go out to the West Coast. We play the Rams. Even though we won the game today, and it's great that we won – it's 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 super. You win a game however you can win a game. But the fact of the matter is, every game this year, every game last year, comes down to us scoring a few points, 10 points, 14 points, 15 points. You know, it gets ridiculous after a while. Instead of letting that offense grow, letting them go down the field, it just doesn't happen. Okay, there's, there's a couple of players that played great today. We'll get to that as soon as we get back. All right, 312-981-7200. Hamp and OB with Kaz with you till 530. Ahead of Blackhawks hockey. Bears win 20-13 to over the Detroit Lions. We'll take your calls next. And, uh, yes, the text line is open, too, if you want to not wait on hold. 312-981-7200 at 720 WGN. So now it's third and seven for Chicago after the incompletion. I almost think that... Uh, Nagy could put the card down and call plays. Not, what, what's he hiding, really? Now's <laughs> Dan Fouts. He's hiding his stupidity. Put the card down. Wow, Dan over the top rope right there. Well, what he's talking about, it's you throw a one-yard pass and one-yard pass, what's, what's all the guarding about? <laughs> you know, and, and, guys, I'm telling you, uh, again, I was there on the sidelines the, the opening game against the Packers, I expected a lot more of a, a vibe, a, a, you know, a, electricity in the air from the team, from the players. And, they, and especially today, you lose four in a row. You haven't won a game since September. 
and you show up and we go out there and flop around and uh, and let them drive right down our damn address to the three. I mean, I'm telling you, this Nagy. Oh, oh. Let's do the game, the Mueller game changing moment, guys. It's sponsored by the Mueller Auto Group with family owned dealerships in Highland Park, Gurney, and Hoffman Estates. Mueller Automotive, you will not be disappointed. Ham Mueller game changing moment. It's got to be somewhere in that three touchdown run. Yeah, it's uh, you know down six nothing, and there was a penalty on uh, on the Detroit defense that enabled the Bears to continue a drive where. Trubisky actually threw an excellent pass to uh, Broniker in the corner of the end zone for us to be able to take a lead 7-6 right at the end of the first half, and we built on it in the second, and then we went to sleep and didn't do a damn thing for 45 minutes. Best throw of the year, I thought. Coming back after the 3.30 news with your calls, 312-981-7200. Bears beat the Lions 20-13 on 720 WGN. Second and five. Trubisky lays it out there. For the Bears. Tremendous throw by Trubisky. And Bronecker gets his first career touchdown on a corner route here as he powers by Will Harris and dives for that catch. What are you laughing at, OB? That was a phenomenal throw. Right on the money, Bronecker with the nice move in the hands. That was a beautiful moment in the Bears' win today over well, the Lions. Yeah, listen, we, hey, listen, you congratulate. I, again, they won the game. It's great. But I'm going to tell you what, as many good things that, that happened, I'll tell you what, my God, how the, how the, how in God's name, last week we played, we punted nine times. We had 11 possessions. This Today, we had 12 possessions, and again, we punted nine times. And we won a football game against a Detroit team that didn't have a quarterback and their 31st ranked in defense. Excuse me, 31st worst defense in the league. Also missing running back on Johnson. So we're not... We, uh, we're not Think qu- about that. The worst defense... <laughs> okay. The, I mean, Miami, they're, not, they're like a junior college. Think about this. They don't have their franchise quarterback. They don't have their so-called star running back. And yet, they outgain us by 100 yards. They control the, the clock. They go up and down the field on us. Our offense, okay, that that highlight there to Ron Ucker in the uh, on the corner route, it was a nice throw, a nice catch. They're professionals. They're supposed to do that. So, yay, yay. That's awesome. But how about this, starting the game three and out? How about ending the game four out of five possessions? When we have the lead, we have the ball, we need to just burn clock, kill the game, and we go three and out four out of the last five possessions. The other one, all of them punts. But three, excuse me, four out of the last five possessions, OB. Yes. Three and out, that's gutless. That is sickening gutless. Uh, let's get Kaz in here. Kazi, man, welcome to your show. Hampton will be with Kaz till 5.30 today ahead of Blackhawks Hockey. Bears beat the Lions 20-13. to Kaz, your thoughts on the Bears' win over Detroit? The losing streak stops at four. Well, it's always good for the Bears to win. And so let's say congratulations in the week-to-week NFL. A win is a win is a win. But having said that, 
all the things that you know, I didn't get to hear what you guys talked about, but here are my observations. We have no rushing game. Our quarterback, who had three touchdowns, and I'm really happy to see him make some improvements, but three of those five sacks were his fault. He didn't recognize the blitz coming. He didn't feel the pressure, and he went down. So, you know, that's still things that a big-time NFL quarterback knows how to do. Um, you know, Dan, you alluded to it. With 2.13 left in the game, the Bears ran the ball three times and got a total of, what, seven yards maybe, or six yards. So what are you saying about your quarterback when you run in that moment? Because basically there's a lot of safe passes in the NFL, and, you know, uh, Matt Nagy has invented the dink and dunk safe pass. Why aren't you trying those? Why aren't you trying uh, to throw the ball? Do you think the other teams would do that in the NFL? I mean, it's it's just goofy. I don't understand it. Um, they're protecting the quarterback. That's the whole point of it. Uh, I watched the Detroit Lion um, offense that had a guy that nobody had ever heard of before go up and down the field on our defense. Our defense said, you know, the other thing, and again, I'm sure you guys probably touched base on this, Dan, but Khalil Mack, as good as he was last year, He's non-existent this year. I think early on in the year they doubled him, whatever they were doing. But now I'm watching this guy taking himself out on critical plays because he's tired. He's out of shape, and that defense is out of shape. And it it it, it showed itself in the fourth quarter when the Lions, with a minute 40, uh, 42 seconds, went all the way down the field, and and it took the quarterback to make a mistake, two mistakes on the last two plays. For the Bears to finally win the game. So, yes, we're happy they won, but there's a lot broken there, and if the Bears don't improve, and I, I don't know how they're going to, guys, because we, we, you know, look, the Lions had this quarterback. What did they do, Ed? They rolled him out. They did all kinds of things you with this it. guy who's not very good, and they, they, they went up and down the field on our, our stud defense. Hey, how about that idea? Isn't that crazy, rolling out your quarterback that's not very talented but is kind of an athlete? So, yeah. Did I cover everything? (laughs) Well, pretty close. It's frustrating. There's there's nothing to get excited about. I want to. Hey, Kaz, see, and and again – you know, I was on the sidelines at the game, and I'm just telling you, these guys, they're not excited. They, they haven't won a game since September, and, you know, did beat Washington, and yet they're strutting around out here going through the motions. They weren't, they weren't getting after it. They weren't ready to play. And you know what? The poor fans up in the stands paying hundreds of dollars for tickets, hot dogs, and bad parking. And at the end of the day, these bums go out there, flop around, three and out, and Detroit goes right down our address to the three-yard line. Thankfully, we force them into a, a, you know, a high throw in the end zone, and they have to kick a field goal. But all I know is this. You know, and this is coming off the week when Stumblebomb goes, oh, I'm turning off the TVs because everybody's negative. There's a reason oh, yeah. we're negative. Cause, tell me, that was a nine-man line that, that Matt Patricia, who out-coached our visor today, the, the arena visor man, <laughs> he out-coached his pants off. But here's the thing. 
the last two drives, we need to get a first down and burn the damn clock. We Game's can't even over. do that. One first down. Yeah, there's a nine-man front, and we won't throw the ball. Why is that, Kaz? Why? Why is it? Because fr- he has no confidence in the quarterback. He Bingo. has no belief in, in the quarterback, and he's just trying to play it safe and hope he hangs on to win. That's why. It's a pretty straightforward answer. Okay, and the three and touchdowns, I mean, simple. that's going to be a, a just a very faint deodorant to keep everybody off of this kid. If you can't trust him in the last quarter of a game when you've got a two-touchdown lead. By the way, did y'all see the stat? The Bears had never lost a game when they had a 14-point lead at Soldier Field. That's 50 years. And we damn near did it today. We almost blew this game. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I want to be excited because we, we, we did win. And and that's what we're trying to say. We're, we're excited for the victory. We're 4-5. and five. It The road gets much tougher. Uh-huh. Um, Lions, you know, once once the Lions, when, when Stafford was out, did anybody think we were going to lose today? R- really? Now, did I think it would be this close that it would come down to the last play of the game? Of course not. I thought the Bears would blow out the Lions. Neither did I, Glenn. Especially, especially – at Soldier Field. I mean, historically, the Lions lose there, and they play like dogs. And we we let them hang around today, and they, they wanted no part of it, and we let them hang around. Well, I'll tell you what, kiddo, and, and again, it's probably about the second, I don't know, maybe the third time I'm going to say this. I'll tell you what, the the easy games are about done with, Okay. Now, not unless every team that we're going to play the following week, their quarterback is out. But I'll tell you, we've got to go to L.A. and play the Rams, and there's going to be a little revenge game in there. And how they're going to, how our offensive uh, line is going to block Donald, their inside guy, I have absolutely no idea. And by the way, speaking about inside people, Akeem Hicks. I said last year that Akeem Hicks was the man, not Khalil Mack. And I would, and if anybody, I'll go with anybody, game by game, play by play last year, and explain to you exactly what I mean. Now, Mac is not in there. No, excuse me. Hicks is not in there. And you're right, and And, they're different. And I'll tell you what, it's a world of difference. I've got some stats that I like to read a little bit later, and they're astonishing. When Akeem Hicks has been out of there, what has happened to the Bears' defense, especially our line? Some of the stats are unbelievable. But the man, the man the Bears have in the line, just like it was back when Dan, when they won, is Dan Hampton, the inside man. He crushed, he killed everybody up the front. Same thing with Akeem Hicks. Akeem Hicks is out of there. Where is all the rest of the people, folks? Akeem Hicks. What a great player, and boy, do we miss him. There's no doubt about it. To your other point, I'll be as far as the schedule. Look, the Bears coming into the year, I forget if they were favored on opening night, but I think they were against the Packers at home. Favored against Denver, favored against at, at Washington, all winnable games, favored against Minnesota, favored against the Raiders. Then this now now the season starts to take place, but going in, then you had you had New Orleans at home. Okay, fine, tough game. But the Chargers at home, incredibly winnable. New Orleans Eagle- had their backup running back right. and backup quarterback. Three of them. They were, they were, they and were- they got killed at home by right. Atlanta today. Right. They're not invincible. I'm telling you. this. Oh, they, and again, yeah, they won today. Yes, yes. 
But I'm telling you, there's something ill in the winds that are blowing out of Soldier Field. I couldn't agree with you more, Dan. It's, just, it's crazy. We won, and it's great that they won. And I know it's the 16 games, and you take every victory, however you can get it. But, folks, I'm telling you, this, wow, you're really going to see something that's coming. And with Nagy's game plan of, 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 of trying to hide Trubisky, I mean... Yep. Trubisky had, a week ago or two weeks ago, he had eight of eight completions for minus yards. That's next to impossible. That can't happen. (laughs) And the other six attempts, he completed three for six yards. Folks, this is what's going on. Kazi, hang on on a second, Kazi. Let's point out last thing, though. They had 21 yards. Before that final drive where they, they the first snapped half. off 80. Right? Four possessions, like 21 yards. Folks, do the yep. math. That, that, I mean, on your worst day against a good defense, that, that, that wouldn't be acceptable. There's nothing you could say really outstanding that if, if something happened, if the running game was going, it kept going for four quarters. If the passing game was great and it was going for four quarters and we're putting people away. That's not what's happening. It's not. We'll come back with Kaz. Take some of your calls here. 312-981-7200. Bears beat the Lions 20-13. to The four-game losing streak is over. Hey, yes. Screaming from the 30-yard line in here that Bartolini's better be bringing alcohol if we're going to make it through the rest of the season. <laughs> Bartolini's Restaurant and Catering and Banquets, uh, they do have alcohol. They're family-owned and they're operated, OB, and they get the best the, Italian food in Chicagoland. The damn big it. man is on fire. He's fired up today. Should not have let, you should not have let 99 into Soldier Field. Let him see this up close. Clearly, that has had an impact today. 144th at Pulaski in Midlothian. And I'll, let me also remind you, American Sale is known for having the largest selection of Christmas trees and decor. You can stroll through the Christmas forest and choose from hundreds of Christmas trees ready to take home. You'll find thousands of holiday decor items in their Christmas market. And right now, during the Home for the Holidays... My wife is there shopping right now. Is that right? Yes. Look at that. That's beautiful. The lovely Mrs. Hampton. And Mrs. Yes. Hampton is enjoying uh, the holiday sales event where you can save up to 60% and get 0% financing for four years. Get great deals on a new hot tub. Hampton would love that. Pool table, trampoline, and more. See store for details. American Sale for 60 years, helping you bring the fun home. My it, wife has a water-cooled credit card when she goes in there. That thing is smoking. See, now there you go. There you go. It's, it's, that, that, that's that's, that's hey, fantastic. Uh, uh, how much they give you to make that statement? I'm, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Bears beat the Lions 20-13 to 13 on 720 WGN. First and goal. Swing pass. Catch made. Cohen. Does he have the angle? Yes! Touchdown, Bears! He had the angle and he had the speed. Tariq Cohn to the end zone. That was a nice play design by Matt Nagy and perhaps not the best defense we've ever seen from the Detroit Lions. Touchdown, Chicago Bears, as they beat the Detroit Lions 20-13 to as we bring back in Kaz, Hamp, OB, and Kaz. Do you get that play right there, Kazi? That was, that was not bad right there by Matt Nagy and company. No, but, but remember, look, the Lions play man-to-man defense. So you're going to be able to pick down, down, and take out the uh, backer that's covering the back out of the backfield. It's, uh, you know, it, yeah, uh, but I see every team do that. And, you know, the Lions, there's a reason they're on a five-game losing streak right now, and it's because their defense isn't good, um, and their offense keeps them in games, and, you know, they're losing close games at the end. Um, but, you know, it's pretty easy for a quarterback 
to look good against that secondary of the Lions because they're man up most of the game. So, you know, if you think about it, it, it should have been an unbelievable game for our quarterback today because of the defense that the Lions play. And really, you know, they really they only like to rush four. They don't like to blitz much. But when they do, they got to our quarterback because he didn't feel it, didn't see it, didn't read it, and didn't dump it off. So it, it's tough. And I, I will say this, that, I, you know, when you brought up Akeem Hicks, uh, you're right uh, on him in the middle. He is a big loss, and the guys that have replaced him don't even come close to being him. But there was the second-to-last drive, Akeem, or uh, uh, Mack came around the edge, and he, he got held, which, you know, every NFL, every defensive lineman gets held. That's just part of the way it is. But he took himself out on third and eight, and I'm watching the kid 99. I don't even know his name, Dan, but – it's embarrassing that he's wearing that jersey right now, and he goes That's in for Lynch, Mac, I believe. And, and he, yeah, and he, he just he misses a sack on the guy, and the guy flushes out and gets a fifteen-yard uh, completion and continues to drive. This is when, and I guess my point is, this is the the down that you need it, Mac. Third down and seven, late in the game, and he took himself out. He waved in and ran off because he was tired. And Lynch. this is a big issue with this entire defense. They all had their hands around their hips. The secondary, they were tired. <clears throat> At the very end of the game, we took a timeout because our tongues were hanging out. And it's right. 40 degrees Yeah, but in November. You guys aren't going to like this, but they're on the field way more this year. Now, today wasn't as bad, but Detroit did have hey, a... It doesn't hey, make hey, any doesn't difference. Matter. Hey. Don't even go there, will you? Now you're going to get Come me hot. Mark. Let me tell you something here. And, and, and this last week uh, it was real numbers. Numbers. You're going to be on Drudge Report. You keep that kind <laughs> Let of Let me tell you something. <laughs> With Akeem Hicks, Akeem Hicks, excuse me, when he's in there, before he got hurt, he was out. They were getting yards per game. We were 290 yards we were giving up. Since he's been out, 356 yards. Rushing yards. With Akeem Hicks in there, 61.5, folks. Since he hasn't been in there, they've been running for 125.5 yards per game. From 61 to 125. Defense dropped from 5th to ninth in total yards. Defense dropped from 3rd to 8th in rushing in rushing defense. They dropped from 4th to 15th in sacks. Per play, per pass play, and they dropped from third to ninth in third down percentage with Khalil Mack in there. Oh yeah, nobody's arguing. This is what Akeem Hicks out of there. You talk about. I said it last year. That kid is so far above every anybody we have on that defensive line, and I'll argue with anybody. Hey, Cos, nobody wants to argue with you. The point of it is. With him out, they're they're much worse. But you still need your 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 outside linebacker that you're paying a lot of money then to step up and start making plays and not take himself out on third down and seven with five minutes to go in the game. Glenn, That's in all Oakley, I'm saying. I agree with you on Akeem Hicks. Yeah. There's, there's no argument. Nobody yeah. would argue with you. I mean, the, the, the that, stats bear it out. It's straightforward. When we played in Oakland, Okay, at the end of the game, what did we give up, Dan? 97-yard drive? Yes. 97. Do you have anybody, is anybody of our listeners out there know where Cleo Mack was? He took himself out of the game. He was on the sideline. In that 97-yard match, 
that took us down the field. They scored and they beat us. Kaz, say goodbye. All right, see you guys next week, and we'll talk then. All right, have a great week. All right, take care, Kaz. Hey, Jeff Vukovic is back in our WGN huddle. Vuk. Right here, the straight shooter who knows insurance. He's on your side. He also probably knows how to snap the football better than Cody Whitehair. He'd love to help you. Nationwide is on your side. Check out JeffVook.com. Nationwide is on your side. Yes, we'll get to the calls. OB coming up here after the 4 o'clock news. 312-981-7200. We haven't really touched on the offensive line a whole lot in the move with Daniels. But we will. But we will. We will do that as well. The offensive line is is really in trouble, guys. They're offensive. I'm telling you. We are playing against a team that's the 31st worst defense in this league, and they get five sacks on us. I'd also like to salute the Knicks in the next hour. I thought Kwiatkowski and Nick Williams both played a pretty damn good game, so give them a little props. We'll do that coming up here, 720 WGN. If you don't raise the bar, nobody's going to try to give you anything extra. you got to demand it. Back to the Chevy Hampton OB Show with Cars, sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com, right now on WGN Radio. Bears beat the Lions 20-13, 720 WGN. Hampton will be with Cars till 530 today. Blackhawks hockey coming up. So we're clipped by a half an hour, and we are celebrating. You know, if I go to the Blackhawks game and they try to punt, <laughs> yeah, one time, just once, that's that's it. Yeah, they're, they they don't they won't. Eighteen punts in two weeks. Is it? It's only right, that's not that Benny, is it, Hampo? Hey, by the way, a couple of before we get to the calls here, two things from the Tribune. Number one, thanks to Phil Rosenthal who wrote up the show after last week's performance. And I, I, that's the first time I've seen nincompoops in a headline. So congratulations to UOB. <laughs> He's a wordsmith. <laughs> that that right there is that Illinois education. Congrats to the Illini, by the way, coming back yesterday against Michigan State. Uh, people are texting in, one in particular, tell OB to stop yelling. He's scaring my dog. Would you like to apologize to uh, this man or woman's dog, OB? No, I love dogs. I don't have to apologize to the dog. What, the first time the dog never heard anybody hollering before? Right. I mean, come on. What kind of dog is this? And we're not done yet. <laughs> And, Let him out. And one other thing from the trip today. They did the 100 greatest moments in Bears history. We got down to numbers 10 through 1. Number 1, the fitting end of the most dominant season in Chicago sports history. Super Bowl 20, 46-10. Six players scored points. Seven others recorded a sack or a takeaway. Dan Hampton was incredible. That's in here, so that's number 1. And then number 2, the Bears had five All-Pros on a defense that allowed fewer than 10 points per game during the 60s. Season: Bill George, Joe Fernandado, Doug Atkins, Richie Pettibone, Roosevelt Taylor, and a guy by the name of Ob who was quoted in here, and I can't even read the quote because that would not be allowed on the radio. But uh, you said they were men; their word was their bond. They went on the football field and they knocked the hell out of people. And I'm so thankful I had the opportunity here, to play here. with them. So congratulations! The, that is the truth, and that's what this kid, that's what this team has to get. No kidding. <clears throat> you know, uh, I remember was it uh, two weeks ago. I think uh, what somebody caught a pass or interception or did something, and it was on about the three third what two yard line or whatever, and then all of a sudden all about half the defense or whatever it was ran down there and they all started doing a dance. We didn't score a touchdown, but they're running down there doing a dance. You don't do that. You just don't do that. Nope. And the problem with when when you when. To, to be a world champion, I mean, you've got to give of yourself every play, every second you're out there. And I keep telling you, 
It's from game. There's only 16 of them. And my God, you got forever and after when the season's over to get well, to get happy, to get ready to come back and play and win a world championship. And if you can't figure that out, then get the hell out of the game. And if you got an ownership that can't figure it out, sell your team. And if you got management that can't figure it out, get out of this town. And by the way, Nagy, you better start letting this team go and start playing big football. Or otherwise, buddy, you keep walking east until you're... What is that thing he wears? Visor. His visor floats. <laughs> I think that says it all. Let's get to the callers. <laughs> it's the first time we've had the visor float on the show. Can, uh, yeah. That could be the next. The arena visor. The, the arena visor. There we well, go. Well, I'm just trying all to right. tell you something. That's the mindset you got to have. My God, there's 16 games. You can't do this. You can't do th- you got to be involved every second, every minute of the play. What, don't make mistakes. What did you say to Dan before uh, it was about in the third quarter as we were watching the game today? You wanted to have an argument about whose defense was better, 63 to 85? Well, there's no question about whose defense was better. <laughs> Here, here's, let, let me say this. I asked Dan, how many points uh, a game did you guys give up? And what did you say, Mr. Hampton? I think 12 a game or something like that. Ask me that question. How many points did your defense give up, Mr. Obradovich? Under 10, I believe, was around 9.7, something like that, Dan. So, any other questions you'd like to ask me about the defense? Tip of the, the visor to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the call. 312 Cheryl, you are first up. Hampton will be with Kaz on 720 WGN. Go ahead, Cheryl. Yeah, I agree with that uh, text. Uh, Ed's got to take a chill pill. But what I was going to say is if you guys remember 1985, Jim McMahon was not the most consistent of quarterbacks. And as you just talked about the importance of defense, where is this defense? Do, do not have, what do they have today? One sack? Two. Two sacks on this inferior quarterback? That's inexcusable. And, yes, the key mix is out. But if they don't have people that can step up, that's a pretty sad comment because defense wins championships. Period. Good stuff, Cheryl. That was my comment. Thank you very much Thanks, for the call. Guys. You got it, Cheryl. You're the caller. <laughs> Great call. <laughs> that was a fa- it really is. It was a fantastic call. And uh, Cheryl, for your contribution to the show, because Ob loves it as well, we're going to give you a gift card to Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Banquets, 144th and Pulaski, home of the Bartolini 10 pound meatball sandwich. And Ob, it's worth it. It's a great place. You crushed some food today. Yeah. All right, and you know what? Her, her point is so dead on, and, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we can beat the hell out of Trubisky and how pathetic the offense and the play calling and how scared they play the game. But where's this defense, huh? Let me ask you this: How many times have I outlined the the backbreaking drives that the Raiders, the Denver, all these different, all these teams put on us? Out of nowhere. And we couldn't stop them. Go back to the playoff game last year, okay? A 12-play, 60-yard drive. The Eagles went right down the field and scored a touchdown on us to win the game. And we're supposed to be the badass defense of all time? Go out there and watch what happened today. Guys, they gave up 350-something yards to a nobody team. A nobody. Nobody. Nobody running back. Nobody receivers. Nobody quarterback. I'm just saying. You know, Chuck Pagano, we're looking at you, buddy. Yeah, you. And, yeah, hey, you got big shoes to fill with with uh, Vic uh, Fangio being gone. We got it. 
Now that's all done with. It's time that you get it together. And what do I see? I see a very uninspired defense that's out of shape, missing tackles, and they don't look like they could stop a you-know-what going down the field. i tell you, that is a shame. What's going on with some of our front-line guys uh, taking themselves out of the game and you know sitting on the sidelines, whatever have you. I, I, my God, when I played, you never did that. You never did that. You never gave up. You never gave in. Even if you were sucking up all the air in Soldier Field, it did matter. You stay out there and get it done. You're damn right. And here's the other thing. The two most physical guys we had on defense, Akeem Hicks and Danny Trevathan, out. The rest of you, don't be a bunch of stew bums. Show up, stay low, get after people. That you haven't done it all year. Trevathan, for the record, left Soldier Field uh, in a sling. He had his arm, got caught under on a tackle. It looks like that elbow is going to be a situation. He's a, one of the toughest guys going. But well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Here's, here's the thing. Again, the points that we made last year, talking about this year. What happened last year, the bounce of the ball, the tip of the ball. I mean, things happened that don't happen. It happened game after game after game. And that's what we got the 12 wins with. You don't know. You come back the next year. You think that's going to happen? Everybody's going to walk on water. Everything's going to be fine? It's not. That's why when you have the chance to take it, you're, you're at home, you're in the playoffs, there is no tomorrow, there is nothing but victory in front of you, and you let it slip by, and what's happening this year? We're really not getting the bounce of the ball. Where it's not fumbling, dumbling around, where our guys are running by, grabbing it in full stride, and running 60 yards for a touchdown. Not happening. The defense has turned into a rumor. I'll, I'll tell you this. Nick Kwiatkowski off the bench today, I thought he played a great he game. Did. Yes, he, he did? Yes, he did. Hey, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Think about that. I mean, we're going to get to the defensive player of the game, and I, uh, you know, we'll tip our hand. Everybody played like Nick Kwiatkowski. And he did on special teams. He ran down the, and, and knocked the hell out of some guys on special teams. The rest of these guys better be slapped around and woke up. Because, you know, Leonard Floyd and the rest of them strutting around like they've done something. They've done nothing. It's time to grade the Bears secondary. How was the coverage today, Hampo? Sponsored by PPG Paints for the best coverage. Chicagoland Painters pick PPG. C-plus. You know, you let a nobody quarterback throw for over 250 yards. We had uh, one interception by the aforementioned Kwiatkowski. None of our defensive backs really got close to it, even though Cal Fuller played a very physical game. Now, I don't know how does that translate. He hasn't played the way he had a year ago, but Mukamara uh, was steady. I give him a C plus. Still, those two safeties, they're nothing like what they were, well, Eddie Jackson a year ago and in the opener. Yeah, ha-ha was pretty damn good in the opener. He's invisible since. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, you give the amount of yards that they ran, uh, what they, what they rush for, what, uh, how many total yards that rushing they run, run the for? The Detroit Danny? Lions. 52. Oh, excuse me, 75. 75, and they passed net for a total of 259 yards with a quarterback. Who I don't know was sipping tea about a week ago. I'm sorry, it's 98, 98, three point six. And again, folks, you can't do that. You can't do that. Ob, ob. If you had either any of these bumps on your fantasy team, you're hitting yourself in the face with a broom. You're like, what am I doing? And then all of a sudden they come out here against our so-called rumor defense, and and, and light it up. 
This is crazy, people. Crazy. 357 total yards, 259 through the air, 98 on the ground is, is correct, Tampa. All right. Quick time. I'll come on back with your calls. 20 to 13. Adam Hogue will join us from Soldier Field coming up after 430. The Bears get a win. And here's the thing. The, the touchdown pass to Bronicker. It's about time. We've got seven tight ends on this team, OB. And last week was the first time in 235 games that have been coached by Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, and Matt Nagy in the NFL. 235 games where a tight end did not catch a ball. Our tight ends, Zippo last week. I got it going today, though. Benny Broniker in the end zone. Bears win 20 to 13 on 720 WGN. Biscuit trying to keep the drive alive. They're looking for it all. Touchdown! Taylor Gabriel! Trubisky with a strike. One of three touchdown passes on the day for the rejuvenated Mitchell Trubisky. What's yeah. that? Yeah, you know, and, and I, I want to be the first to congratulate him. We want all of you folks out there to turn off your TVs and turn your radio on WGN because... All the good news comes over the radio, not television. And we know that poor Mr. Trubisky was tormented by some of the commentary throughout the early parts of this season. And you know what? It made the Drudge Report that he that he was worried about the TVs and the negativity. Can you believe this? The, the, the franchise of Bronco Nagurski, Dick Buckus, Ed Obradovich, Mike De- Dan Hampton. The, the quarterback is worried about... Hearing something negative on the radio. Well, I do, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, some people thought he was kidding. Some people didn't think he you was kidding. You don't say that. It, Remember the old commercial, you can't let him, let him see your sweat or whatever? It, yeah. Well, guess what? You mentioned it. Obviously, something's triggered it. Wow. Do you, do you, do you remember when Ditka would get triggered with Johnny Morris? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was priceless. It really was. Yeah. But I don't think I ever saw Ditka wear hand warmers at any time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do who brought it today, which is sponsored. You definitely did not. Sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. Who brought it today, Hamp? Uh, guys, you know, at, at some point, I, I, I'm going to give it to Allen Robinson. Uh, he, did. he was able to break the game open on some big catches. He went and got the ball. Uh, you know, you could throw a, a, a you know a, a bouquet at, at Trubisky. Nick Kwiatkowski, obviously, after Trevathan uh, got hurt, he came in, responded. We're going to give him a little love here in a little bit. But at the end of the day, Allen Robinson, think about how good this guy could be with a real quarterback. Think about that. With a, 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 a Stafford or a uh, name one. Play with Bortles in Jacksonville, now playing with Trubisky in Chicago, and a, it's – and he still had six catches today, 86 yards. This poor guy's going to be like living on Lower Wacker one day. <laughs> well, he got <laughs> those two quarterbacks. <laughs> he has lived on Lower Wacker as far as the quarterbacks. He did get his, his paper coming over here, but uh, so we don't need to feel sorry for him that way. But Allen Robinson, it's a great call. Played a great game well, today. Well, you know what? We, we do have some quality receivers, finally. I mean, I couldn't tell you. when the, Yeah, we do. We've got some pretty damn good receivers. They're okay. Yes, I'll tell you what, going back here, year after year after year, the receivers we had, my God. Uh, but I'll tell you what, when you see what's going on with the game calling, the planning of, of Nagy with his with position coaches, his quality control, and you just sit there and look at this game, folks, and what is this guy doing? 
You know, the, 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 you got to score points in this game to win. And we try not to score points. We can't even eat up the clock. You know, most offensive coordinators say, who can stop me? Nagy stops us. Our own coach. Hey, Matt on the north side, real quick, go ahead. You've been waiting for a long time. I want to get you in here. Go ahead. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for uh, keeping it real, Dan. It, this was like a, a sweater from your grandma on Christmas. This win has no value. Hey. Yeah, but but I'm, I'm wondering about that play where uh, Nagy didn't take the penalty and let them kick a field goal in the second quarter. He doesn't trust the defense. I mean, you guys are the defense is the Bears' legacy. And he, he, took, he didn't take a penalty, and he kicked three points on us. Good, great and, call, uh, man. You know, Hang on, let's respond. And that was right at the end of the half, and I remember I was up in a press box before heading back over here, and everybody in the press box looked at me, and they said, I said, this is, and I wrote this down three weeks ago, and actually it was pertaining to our quarterback, but what I'm saying here is don't believe what this head coach says on Monday or Friday. Believe what he does on Sunday. You understand, OB? So what this guy's going to say and, and oh, yeah, we believe this in our defense and we believe in it, watch what he does on Sunday. That's why he did not take the penalty and give them one more shot at us because he was scared that our defense would not be able to stop them and they would eventuate and have a couple of shots at the end zone. So he thought... Okay, I will just, I'll decline the penalty and make them kick a 53 yarder. Is that what it was? Yep. Okay, I was talking to be 53 yarder, but it was downwind. I was standing there, the wind out of the Northwest. That guy, I mean, that Prater, he's a hell of a kicker. And you know what? They stuck it, they hung it right on his, you know what? Let me tell you something here. Nagy, well, you're going to see now, folks, mark my words coming up from week to week to week here, coming down the road. Watch it see Nagy, watch his play calling, and you feel people tell us, because I'll tell you what, I think disaster is coming our way big time. All right, quick time out here. We'll get to news, and then we'll get to Adam Hogan at Soldier Field. We'll get to you as well. Hampton will be till 5.30. Bears win. Beat the Lions. We only 20- got an hour more to scream. You got, a, got one strong hour, 20-13 to 13 over the Lions, 7.20 WGN. There, there, there's a lot of reasons to say today was a win, but my gosh, if, if, if it was you know one of those hand grenade things, the closest, you know, <laughs> How do you not put away one of the most miserable football teams on the planet Earth with a backup nobody quarterback and let them go down the field time and time and time again and have a chance to beat you or at least tie you and go for two and beat you at the end of a game? I'm telling you, folks, there's something really sad, sick about this team. That was the Danimal earlier today. Bears beat the Lions 20-13. to Hampo, does that mean that if you were on this team, you wouldn't have participated in Club Dub? No, not a chance. <laughs> Remember, I didn't do the uh, the shuffle either. A lot of people thought that I, was clever. Do you regret? I don't the, think the Club Dub thing is clever. Do you, do you regret, regret not doing the no, shuffle? No, no. But I mean, but, but but here's the thing. You know, this team has got to overcome some pre-existing conditions. First and foremost, the quarterback. Second is the head coach. But now. Unfortunately, the defense has started showing ugly signs of not only being somewhat average, but like I said, there's no there's no excuse for not being in shape. You're getting paid millions of dollars, run their butts into the God blessed ground, get them in shape. 
that's 40 degrees and they're tired and they're taking themselves out of the game, Khalil Mack. Well, I tell you what, I, I, I don't know why they, you know, if they're tired, then, then when they score a touchdown or when they get closer, or defense makes a stop. Everybody, these guys run up and run 10, 15 yards so everybody could see them and they start shucking and jiving and all this stuff. And, uh, and, and when it counts on third and one and you can't stop them, why don't you jump up and shuck and jive then? You no, don't you? Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Let me Let's get, get to the callers. Let me get. Uh, we got Adam Hogue. Oh out. yeah, Let's, we got to get Adam. Let's get uh, Adam out at Soldier Field. What's going on, Adam Hogue? Hey guys, uh, I guess it doesn't necessarily feel like a win, but it is a win. Forty two days. Forty two days since they last won a football game. And Adam, I was on the sideline early in the game, and I was I was astonished that nobody. Nobody was getting everybody cranked and in the mood. You know, folks, I mean, this isn't like, you know, going out and shooting baskets or hoop. You've got to kind of like work yourself up into a frenzy to ram into somebody 80 times in the course of a three-hour game. And I saw a bunch of guys standing around, like looking up in the stands, like like it was a practice. I, 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 when is this team going to ever kind of respond and show they care and they're ready to go? Can you tell me, Adam? Well, I, I think it's a fair point that these guys were incredibly flat early, um, and I can't explain it. I mean, the penalties piling up again, the injuries piling up again, the, um, you know, How you about can't the, 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 the three and outs? I mean, we, we all we got to do is get a couple of first downs in the fourth quarter off of any one of the five drives. We can't do it. We had four three and outs out of the final five drives in this football game when we're trying to basically – Throw, you know, throw the clock in the closet and call it good. We can't even get a first down. Yeah, they were at 29 yards of offense going into their first touchdown drive uh, late in the second quarter, which I would argue uh, 29 yards against the Lions is actually worse than nine yards against the Eagles in the first half last week. That's a good point. Uh, because this, this Lions defense is not good. At least the Eagles have a good defense or at least a decent defense. So, you know, hey, look, I'll give Matt Nagy credit for one thing. It might have been considered crazy, but I think he recognized, Hamp, what you're talking about. There was absolutely no fire on the sideline. There there was no energy, and he decided to go for it on fourth and one from his own 29, which, uh, you know, maybe was crazy, and it certainly would have looked crazy if he didn't get it. But I think it's the thing that sparked them offensively. They, they get that play, and they go down the field, and they score a touchdown. They score two more in the third quarter, and it might have been ugly again after that, but at least they finally found a way to break the, broke through against this uh, Lions defense. And, um, you know, Mitch was definitely not perfect today, but he did make some incredible downfield throws on those three touchdown drives. And so I'm looking at your tweet here, Adam, about Nagy. It's a quote, we needed it. We needed a spark. I think it sends a message to our players that, listen, here you go. It's fourth down. We're backed up, and it's time for us to be in control of this. I mean, we were OB and I were sitting here, and I'm like, this is crazy. You're completely losing yourself, and you're panicking. But that's I actually like it on further review that he's just assessing his team and what they needed and wanted to give them a little adrenaline boost. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you, you try as hard as you can to, to first guess and not second guess. And the reality is, you know, if he doesn't get it, it certainly looks like you're panicking, that you're just desperate. Um, but you know what? Sometimes you are desperate. And, and I'd argue that in that moment, he's as desperate as any coach in the league. Well, maybe there are some exceptions in the NFL, like a Pat Shermer right now in New York. But up there as one of the more desperate coaches in the league with an offense, they can't do anything. They're just three and out, three and out, three and out. 
And so right there, you know, he is desperate. And he says, look, we're fourth and one, and he does what we've been saying and we've been pounding the table for, just run the football. And they did it, and they got it, and it sparked a touchdown drive. So at least there, I think he deserves some credit. Yeah, what, what, here's the problem. We had the ball 12 different times in the game, okay? And of which we punted nine of them. So only the yeah. three times did we actually convert a, a, on a third down and we actually put some points on the, on the board. The week prior, guess what? 11, 11 plays, nine punts again. Guys, this is not, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. You're not going to be a world champion by putting stuff like this up from week to week. And you think all these teams, we're not going to be playing Detroit Lions the 31st worst defense in the league from game after game here on out. I'll tell you what, the next, what, uh, seven games, it's going to be pretty tough for us, and you better convert on third down, and you better move the ball down the field. This punt, 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 it's, I mean, what are you paying the head coach for? What are you giving this guy money? To do what? To set up punts? I don't know what you're doing. We can't convert on third down, and we can't score points. All we do is punt, three and out, three and out, three and out. Yeah, OB, I mean, it's a fair point. Look, this Lions defense is awful, and I I think you can also make an argument that if Matt Stafford's out there in the fourth quarter, maybe the the end of the game is different because there were certainly some throws that, that Jeff Driscoll, as well as I thought he played today as a backup, he definitely, you know, left some plays out there that I think Stafford probably, you know, converts on. So um, this definitely could have been a different game. There's no question about it. Uh, I, this is not, not an offense at all capable of winning a, uh, a Super Bowl or let alone a playoff game. And then that's why they're, they're at four and five. That's why they're, they are a four and five team. And that's just the reality of the situation. Now, all you got to hope for that there's seven games left and they can find something out of this. And I think there are small things that you can hopefully build off of. Mitch's confidence maybe being one of those where at least now you're in a winning week, but you absolutely have to find a way to win on the road next week against the L.A. Rams, which is not going to be easy and not going to have the you know the, the second-to-last-ranked defense in all football. Danny Trevathan leaves with his arm in a, a sling. Adam, what do you know about uh, the Bears linebacker who clearly they need? Well, I'm definitely not a doctor, um, but I do know that when your arm bends that way, that direction and it's not supposed to, uh, most of the time your season is in jeopardy. Uh, at a minimum, he's going to be facing uh, – a, it's, it's a similar injury to Keem Hicks, the dislocated elbow. The question is, is there a bone fracture? So Keem Hicks was able to avoid surgery and – Let's not forget he technically could come back by the Packer game if the Bears are still in a you know still in the mix. Um, now for Danny Trevathan, this is happening four or five weeks later, so I would have to imagine his season is in serious jeopardy, and uh, that is a big blow because Danny Trevathan is a guy who's been playing well for most of the season, a uh, couple plays here and there as exceptions, but he's really been a good player. I think the good news is if there was one spot where you could swallow a loss like that is potentially at that spot because as we've seen a couple times Nick Kwiatkowski is a borderline starter uh who can come in and make plays for you and look he's got an opportunity now with seven games left to earn a lot of money whether it's with the Bears 
and taking over this job in the future because Danny Trevathan could be gone next year or an, or getting paid by another team. He's got a lot to play for here. So I don't think it's the end of the world, but it is a big blow if Danny's out for the rest of the season. All right. At one point in late in the game, uh, Dan Fouts. Fouts, he is a good guy. I know him well. And he has a couple of little nuggets. If you listen close, and one of the things he said is, you know, Trubisky – Snowflakeski was struggling because he had lost confidence. And he said lack of confidence leads to indecision, which leads to bad decisions. Now, here we go. We start out the game with a three and out, punt it five times. Finally, we get a, we get a touchdown. Okay. Now we come back and we get the ball. We go right down the field. We score another one. He threw a couple of really good passes. One to Allen Robertson where he basically said, go get it. And he did. And we scored. Now, late in the game, the last two drives, Detroit was playing a nine-man front, basically daring us to throw the ball. Now, if Hotshot supposedly found some confidence and made a couple of good throws, and we had a three-touchdown pass performance right there in the, you know around the halftime, why wasn't Nagy throwing the ball to back Detroit off and at least give us a chance to get a first down and run the clock out. Why was he refusing to even dare to let the kid throw? If he's supposedly, oh, now we're much better and our quarterback's got his confidence back. Why didn't he do it? Could I just jump in there and give you some kind of an answer? Maybe he doesn't know. I'm talking about Nagy, and I'm dead serious when I say this. Maybe he doesn't know. Doesn't know... What the hell to do? Oh. Well, well then he shouldn't nature. be the head coach of the Chicago Bears. Precisely. So I, I don't think he trusts him. But go, what do you think, yeah, Adam? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I would go back to the interception and fumble he had against the Chargers. <laughs> I mean, I think so we're protecting, bigger... a, we're protecting a very suspect player and almost putting the entire team and the, the franchise at risk on a on a game to game basis because we don't trust this kid outside of our you know what we how far we could throw it. You're spot on, Dan. You're this, spot that, on. That's what I got up here earlier on, and I said this this team is sick. They are they they the defense is invisible. It's a rumor. The offense, you you know, we used to say we get off the bus running. Now what? They get off their Vespas uh, texting. What what are we doing? We don't do anything. Well, there was there was guys. There was one third and one. It was uh, about eight minutes left in the game where they ran play action um, in a situation. A lot of people probably would say they should run the ball. And Trubisky actually did a nice job to scramble out of pressure. He was pressured right away, but I thought he had an opportunity to float the ball over a couple defenders after scrambling and get the ball to David Montgomery and uh, Allen Robinson. Now. That would be a, a the type of play I would compare more to like a, a Patrick Mahomes or a Brett Favre and the way they're always able to, you know, ad lib and, and change it, just do crazy things on the run when plays break down. And the reality is, you know, Mitch doesn't really do that unless it's just scrambling. And so he committed to running the football there and he ended up getting sacked and losing two yards. So, you know, that was a spot where they did actually try to throw the ball and it didn't work out. And I think maybe that explains why the rest of the game, Nagy really just tried to run the football from there. Adam, on your way out, just real quick, your assessment of Cody Whitehair and James Daniel making the uh, switch from center to guard. Yeah, I just want to make sure people understand that I think this has – the biggest reason why that that change was made 
was the protections at the line of scrimmage, the communication at the line of scrimmage, and helping the quarterback. I just the 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 chemistry with James Daniels and Mitchell Trubisky was not there in that regard. Now the risk was obviously Cody Whitehair has had snap problems, and that has been well documented. And it was part of the reason why they moved him to guard in the off season and put James Daniels there. But I think they looked at this thing and they had a whole half season to evaluate, and they said our best chance to save this quarterback is to make sure we're doing everything possible to help him. And I think that's why they put Cody Whitehair there, even though, as you saw today, the snaps were an issue. And I heard at some point somebody was tweeting somewhere that someone said during the game that on Friday in practice, Cody Whitehair was struggling with his snaps. It's just something they're going to have to figure out because I do think right now at this point, the reality is he needs Cody Whitehair there at center, not James Daniels. Well, hey, Adam, just let me say this, and, and, and to our listeners. We're worried in the ninth game, they make a switch, they flip-flop the guard in the center, okay? They're worried about it now to see if it, that'll straighten the problem out, whatever the problem they think is. Shouldn't that have been done in the exhibition season? Shouldn't that have been done Instead of the players, our frontliners stand there and shucking and jiving for four games, looking up to the stands, waving, laughing. Shouldn't that have been found out in one of the four exhibition games? Not now, in the ninth game of the season? My God, how dumb is dumb? And I'm dead serious when I say that. They got to play. Timing is of essence. It's everything in the game of football. Passing, run blocking. It's all about winning. And now, again, we go into the back half of the season and they make the switch. And guess what? It didn't work, folks. It did not work when you had a chance. And again, I'll say it for the last time. Damn it, you had a chance to straighten all of this stuff out in the exhibition season. We're not in the shuck and jive business. We're in the world of professional football. Hey, Adam, where was Adam Shaheen today? Oh, he was he was healthy and on the sideline and not playing football because I think they realize he's not very good at football. <laughs> and so I guess I'll give him this. They're not sitting on their hands. They're, whether they made mistakes in the offseason or with their draft picks or whatever, they are – not afraid to make changes here in the middle of the season. They switched the offensive lineup. Um, they've made two changes on the offensive line now here in the middle of the season. They benched Adam Sheehan today, who was clearly awful last week in Philadelphia. And, um, you know, I, I have my doubts about, about Ben Broniker solving the tight end situation, but today he made a nice catch on an 18-yard touchdown throw. So um, it worked today. Adam, real quickly, we have seven tight ends. When is the last time you ever heard of a team in the National Football League having seven active tight ends? We're going to throw one to each of them before the end of the year, OB. Adam, great stuff. Well, hey, yeah, hey, you guys know the saying, if you have seven tight ends, you really have none. Everybody has been saying that for years. <laughs> that is the truth. Adam, great stuff. We'll read you at WGNRadio.com.
Seven for none. <laughs> Bye, guys. Talk see, to you next week. See you later. Adam. Adam Ho got it, Soldier Field. Quick timeout, 720 WGN. It's good to be back up here and finally get a win. You know, it was a, it was a long four weeks for us, but I'm, I'm proud of our, our players and our coaches for sticking together um, until the end of the game there. Uh, we were completely tested and challenged. And uh, these moments that you just have in that locker room that we just had together is what it's all about. That's why we, we do what we do. And it's, it's not easy, but the NFL is hard. It's, 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 there's a lot of parity and, and the credit to that team and Coach Patricia, and I'm just proud of our guys. There is a relieved Matt Nagy after the football game today. Bears win 20-13. to Club Dub indeed open. Apparently Nagy had a good time in there, Hampo. Uh, by the way, I had to look up what a Vespa is as they get off the, used, they used to get off the bus running. Now they get off the Vespa texting. You should have said scooter. I would have understood it, but everybody else did. I got a zillion texts on Vespa and texting him, just so you know. No, what he said there, you know, the, you're sweet, bothered by Nagy. Yeah, yeah, you know, be, think about this. You know, they're, they're starting running back and their franchise quarterback are out and we hang on. I mean, we we were scratching at the end with the thirty first worst defense on top of it, and and oh, they really had a great celebration. Well, good for them, good for them. There wouldn't be any celebration. I'm just yeah, you know, see that's that's it. Be no celebration. I catch anybody celebrating it, I'd whack them over the head with the chair. <laughs> I'm just telling you. See, I'm just saying they should have been. They, everybody ought to be embarrassed about what happened at Soldier Field today. They should be embarrassed. But they're not. Well, the NFL, That's the problem. Well, Matt Nagy, you're right there. The NFL is hard. It's hard to get a win. We got a win. We're going to celebrate it. It's been four. It's been four weeks. How does he know? Think about this: We're playing the Redskins. With you know, they're the worst team in football. And then the Raiders in London. And then uh, you know, Denver. They didn't have a quarterback. And I mean, we no. should. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We should be seven and two. But no, no. We've got a bunch of geniuses that want to reinvent the game and never practice, never commit. All right, let's go to the phones. Yeah, we got two minutes. So, Don, you've been waiting for two hours. Be quick here. Thank you for your patience. Go ahead. Okay, I don't care what anybody says. The players have given up on Nagy. Pace hires a coach, never successful in the NFC, NFL. His big test was Chiefs versus Titans playoff game. They're up 18 points. He abandons the run, and they blow the game. And that's who we hire. He has no business coaching. He is at best a quarterback's coach, and I don't even know if he's a good quarterback's coach. All right, Don, appreciate it. That's an interesting discussion that we can have coming after 5 o'clock. He's a special teams coach in high school. All the way to high school? We can't even put him in college? That's about as high as he would go. Let me ask you a question. You've been around sports here, and you're doing that. Would you hire that guy as your head coach? No, but you just put him all the way down to high school. I mean, I, I, he was. I said maybe high school. <laughs> okay, okay. Pop Warner might be better. You watch and see what's going to happen here down the road. Mark well, Byer, this guy's not going to be around that long. Okay, what do you think of that call, Hamp? We, we've documented that ad nauseum. Uh, you know, look, he, he, that life is about performance. And and privilege. And if you're great, you should. That guy, he did it. He he destroyed Kansas City's playoff chances and got him beat. He comes here and kills us in the playoffs. That's what we're told you for two years now. Insurance companies use lizards, ostriches to make us laugh. What happened to having an honest, smart human being guide you? Check out jeffvook.com. Vook. 
decades of experience nationwide is on your side. News and then a half hour left. Yes. One thing, you know, and, and remember two weeks ago he was, he was mocking, hey, they didn't hire me to run the eye. Watch how much more effective this offense with Trubisky on the center in an offset eye has been. Hey, smart guy, look at the film. 720 WGN. Man up about hey, it. Hey, put the ether can down for a second. It's the Chevy Hampano B Show with Cause. And it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio. Half hour to go. Hampo B and Cos on 720 WGN. Bears beat the Lions 20 to 13. The Los Angeles Rams are up next just for your scheduling for next Sunday. We have a pregame show from 4 until 5.30, and then we'll be on with you after the game right around 10.30 on Sunday night after hopefully a stunning Bears victory. So make sure you get to the package store early because we come in at 4 and go till 5.30, and then... Make sure you're well-stocked because we don't come back on until the conclusion at 10.30 and go to midnight. And our plan is to take the Bartolinis and all go over to OB's right down the street. So if you could just, you know, I, I OB you down? You're going to have us all over? Sure. Ah. Sure. That'll be, it'll be, just for the uh, listeners to know, OB was texted the other day in a group text, and, and Mark Carmen says, Hey, OB, I'm driving by your house. OB answered, Don't stop. <laughs> OB also lives right by the lake, and I thought you definitely <laughs> meant not stop on Lakeshore Drive, but continue Don't going. stop. Just keep going east, <laughs> right into the old drink. Hey, the defensive Until the visor floats. <laughs> That's right. The defensive player of the game is sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveschicago.com. Who do we got for well, our defense? This guy came in and like gangbusters, like a Silverado does on a on a snowpack Chicago street. Nick Kwiatkowski. And let me tell you this: you know, Danny Trevathan goes down, and I Danny's one of my favorite players on the team. And now, guess what? Nick Kwiatkowski needs to become one of the leaders. This team, I, I'm telling you. I don't see leaders out there. They are crying for Danny was the closest thing. Him and Akeem, now they're both out. So, at the end of the day, uh, Kwiatkowski had eight tackles. He had a, a sack, a uh, quarterback hit. The only thing was when he had the interception that uh, really put us on a short field and gave us a great opportunity to get a little uh, breathing room, the quarterback tackled him. You can't let a quarterback tackle That was unbelievable. He knocked him back, Jeff. I know. Him. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. But Nick Kwiatkowski, player of the game, in my mind. OB, any argument? No, not at all. I think the kids, as soon as he got in there, he made plays. So he's he was ready to play. There's no question about that. Second. And he's done it twice now. He came in uh, three weeks ago when Roquan was AWOL. We still don't know what happened. And by the way, if Nick Kwiatkowski was driving down Lake Shore Drive and stopped by your house, would you text him, stop or keep going. <laughs> Would you tell him the same thing you told Mark Harmon? Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> will you? Will, will you? Uh, you can't o- make this up. O- Ob, will you say what you were saying about uh, Nick Kwiatkowski uh, in the conference room no, today? And no, we won't no. go there. <laughs> I thought. I don't. Why I th- are you trying? Hey, I thought it was a compliment for a football player. No, he just said he wasn't going to be on the cover of GQ yeah, anytime but, soon. That's yeah, you know, face he, only a mother. Could, yeah. <laughs> But you know what? We're damn lucky we have him. Damn now think straight. about that. This defense, you've got to have a pass rusher and you've got to have a dynamic inside linebacker. You got a lot of big three hundred pound guards coming at you. And, and and guess what? 
you know, when Danny goes down, Roquan, he's a he's a edge guy. He's not really physical. This kid, he's doing it all. Do we think Roquan was better today? He led the bit. team in tackles. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, yeah. a little bit. But you know, there was one uh, <clears throat> play. I think it was uh, third and two, and the, he squared up on the back. And you know, normally you think you're inside linebacker as a headhunter. He's going to knock the back backwards. That didn't happen. So you know, and again. You know, this defense to me, I'm on the sidelines today watching, and I snap of the ball, everybody stands up and plays titty bump. Hey, you've got to come off with purpose, and I don't see Mac doing it either. I'm telling you, this team looks like they've never practiced hard, and that's that's a, the inexcusable for being into the 10th game of the season. Well, the good thing about it is after all these losses in a row, we're playing at home and played, even though the Detroit Lions are a terrible football team, my God, thank God we came out with the win. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. As we're here to the bottom of the hour, let's get some calls in. John in Michigan City wants to talk about the play calling. Go ahead, John. You're on seven twenty WGN. Oh my God, it's me! I didn't think I was going to get on. You're on, buddy. Just, well, I'm sorry. I just love you. Don't guys. be like the kicker and miss your chance. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I mean, and God bless you, uh, Ob, for losing your good friend Doug the phone. But what I wanted to say was, in that late in the third quarter, when they had, they were on their own forty-yard line and they had one yard to go. And going back to what you said, Dan, that they threw a pass play because uh, they all of a sudden decided they had a, a first-string quarterback, and they were just going to throw the ball down the field and get a first down. If they would have run that play and maybe got a field goal, they would have put the game away. But they just, I don't know, the play calling that Nagy does. And it just, uh, it was so disappointing. Yeah, we got you, John. It, 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 It was not inspiring at all, although... I guess we should give credit for the th- the three touchdown end of the first half, start of the second half stanza that won in the football game. And let me, and let me, I wanted to say something about that. Now, everybody goes, wait a minute, why does everyone defer on the coin toss if you win? What we saw today is exactly the reason why. You want to score right before the half, and then you want the ball first off in the second half and go score. Now, I don't know, but if you do that, I think you have something like a 92% chance of winning the game. So, Buddy Ryan would always talk about the most important 10 minutes of the game, the last five of the first half, and the first five of the second half. Think about that. It's not the beginning and the end. It's right there at the turnaround of the half. Sets the tone. Okay. Sets the tone. That being said, even with this... We did every damn thing we could to give this game away. That's how I'm telling you. This there's something really sad about this team. They better figure it out and straighten it up. And you know what? Sooner or later, you know this, this kicker he's going to come back and haunt us. And you know, and I know we wanted him to be great and, and not great, just efficient. You know, we didn't ask you to kick 58 yarders. But we expect you to make extra points, and he couldn't even do that. Well, Last week, uh, you know, two weeks ago against the Chargers, that's a that's a field goal an NFL kicker has to make. So you think about that. Now, he did win the game against Denver, which is a field goal that many kickers don't make. So so I guess you could say it's evened out. But if he hits the Chargers, kick their 5-4, and four, 
It's a different conversation right it's now. It's a huge difference. Right. And if our defense stops anybody and we don't fall for the fake uh, the fake punt and rough the kicker, <clears throat> think about it. I mean, yeah, as bad as this team is with a couple of more breaks, and OB, you always talking about how lucky they are, and especially last year, but we, I mean, just think about this. If we were six and four or six and three, how how much differently we would look at this season. Right now, hey, well, you know, we're four uh, well, and five. Well, Danny, I have an answer for you. The reason why we're not we're not at those numbers is we don't score points. Bingo. We don't score points when we get down into the red zone. We at, at best we hope for a field goal. We don't go into the end zone. We don't try to throw the ball in zone. We don't try to score touchdowns. That's my answer to you. Let's yep. let's uh, make you know, and we always say, you know, you're looking for a defensive coordinator that can stop an offense. Nagy, he's stopping our offense week after week. Gary on the northwest side, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Yeah, hi guys. Uh, I just uh, want to say that I contend that this game was rigged for the Bears to win. Um, quickly give you the facts. Uh, number one. The opponent's starting quarterback was a late scratch. Two, there was a couple face mask penalties that were not called against the Bears. That's true. We saw that. And three, next week the Bears are playing on primetime TV. Had they lost, what good, where would the viewing audience between two teams going in opposite directions be? And finally, if you want to hear my prediction on next week's game. Sure, Gary. Rams 24, Bears 10. All right. Thank you. You got it. Yeah. And I can see, hey, and you're exactly right, OB. You made a big deal about those face masks not being called. You know, and they're looking at little ticky-tack grab things on interference. And they were blatant, too, by the way. I mean, they went all the way wrapped around, and they took both of their time, pulled them all the way around, and... Uh, their face as it came all around towards the back of their neck. I, I don't understand how, what, six, seven refs, whatever is out there, how they could have not caught that. And it, and both of them happened pretty quick. Okay. I mean, one after the other. And guess what? That gave the Bears a drive momentum. Hey, and I'm just telling you folks, I'm, I, you know, hey, sooner or later, it all comes back around, so we can't count on these <clears throat> breaks all the time. Right. Make Sundays your official night to tour the city. Watch Chicago's Best at 10 p.m. Then you can stick around for the latest in shopping, entertainment, and events on Sea Chicago at 10.30 p.m. on WGN-TV. Chance for a couple more calls, and there's a couple of things we have not gotten to yet before we get on out of here. We'll also take a look at the Rams coming up next. They're playing right now. Packers are in action. We'll update that. A lot to do. 720 WGN. I wish I would have grown up in this era where you you know fail miserably and everybody gives you a fist pump. Best Bears coverage. The Chevy Hamp and OB Show with Cars. Right now. Sponsored by Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers. At ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio. Bears 20, Lions 13. Again, a reminder, 4 to 5.30 pregame next week. And then after the game, we're on Bears and the Rams Sunday night football. Yes, Hamp. A double shot of OB. A double shot of... And post. There it is. By the way, Dan Olofsky, he was a nothing quarterback in the league. He played for a while. He's a commentator. He came out this week and said that Matt Nagy, something's going on that's really fishy. He's running an offense for Trubisky where Trubisky doesn't fit the offense. And we all know that. He's not a pocket passer. It's like they're trying to stick a, you know, a, a size 10 on a size 15. But at the end of the day, the offense is 
completely different from a year ago. And remember, we go back to Nagy. He says, oh, I, you know, people make adjustments, so you have to be proactive and make adjustments before they make adjustments because they know what you thought and what you did, and they see that it's all a bunch of gobbledygook. Run the football and then run play action. If he would just do those two things, a lot of this would would evaporate. Well, they went back last week and watched film of the Lions game last year when Trubisky and the offense looked like an actual offense. I don't know if that had any help whatsoever, but I think it does speak to the fact that he sees a group that has lost its confidence. And, hey, remember what you guys used to look like? This was a functioning team. But think about this. Think about, I mean, how far this has gone. This was a team that was in the playoffs a year ago. Technically, a, a, you know, a botched kick away from advancing. And then now, half a year into the season, they, they're they lost. Think about No offense. That... That is almost textbook bad coaching to get to this point. It's hard to believe. It really is. Let's get uh, real quick here. Larry and Elburn, thanks for your patience. You're on 720 WGN. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. You know, the only way I can describe today's game, it's like taking a shower and you get out of the shower and you still feel gross. They won, but I don't feel any better about this team or this organization at all. And, you know, they're just too smart for their own good. Starting with the GM, who is smarter than everybody, that had to move from three to two. And, by the way, pay Mike Glennon, what, $18 million? Because that was his plan. Uh, you know, and then you get to Nagy and the play calling. They are just way too smart for their own good. And, you know, Hamp, you called it gobbledygook. That's what it is. And then when they do call the right plays, they don't execute. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate you up against the clock here. OB, you want to respond to that? Oh, I, you know what, Larry? It's, <clears throat> I tell you what, it's, it's what you see, especially what's really defeating and depleting is when, when the Bears get into the red zone. In other words, I talk the 20 yard line going in. And there's so many plays that they could run that would give them six points, but we don't, we don't even try them. We don't even go into the end zone. We just try to make it. Hopefully, we get a, 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 a you know convert on a third down. If not, we'll kick a field goal. We'll kick a field goal. That's been going on since Nagy's been here last year and this year. We don't see him go in for the striker. We don't see him go into the end zone. And I don't understand it. And I never will understand it. But I'll tell you what: until he starts playing football the way I think it should be played, now you get in that red zone, you score a touchdown. You you know three points. That's down the road. The touchdown is the most important thing, time in and time out again, and we don't even try to do it. Let's look ahead to the Rams. And, of course, last year the Bears, one of their signature wins was against the Rams on a Sunday night football game where they look, the defense and, uh, was phenomenal. Let's remember what our quarterback did in that game. Nothing. He threw three interceptions. And here's what happened. It was a night game, and it came on the heels of him watching Deshaun uh, Watson and and Patrick Mahomes light it up, throw it around, no look pass, all that. So he thought he was going to be, you know, king for the day. And he goes out there and, I mean, fails so miserably. But our offense didn't completely undermine us. Our defense, I think, sacked uh, Jared Goff seven times and we, we had about four takeaways. So we controlled the game. What was it? 15-7, something like that? 15-6, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you. 
They've been they've had this game circled. The Rams. They've had this game circled all year long. You and mean yet, uh, revenge? Oh yeah. From yeah, last yeah. year, you think? They were embarrassed. And remember, they went on and went to the Super Bowl. That was the game that was kind of a catalyst moment. So they will be ready for us come Sunday night. And just a positive thing looking ahead to next week. Bartolini's is sending pizza, chicken, and tiramisu OB. Bartolini's, 144th at Pulaski in Midlothian, catering and banquets 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 708-396-2333. So no matter Every what happens, piece. pizza, chicken, tiramisu, it's going to be great. Stop it. Well, that's wonderful. We'll be next week. And to all of our callers, thank you. Have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week. Thank you to Adam Hogue, our Bears reporter out at Soldier Field today. Read him at WGNRadio.com. Of course, Kaz jumping on as well. You, with your calls and texts, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Rick Geezer producing. Hample, you look like you got one final thought over there that you want to... I just, you know, like I said, you know, this team, if they are celebrating what I saw today over at Soldier Field, shame on them. This is no reason to celebrate. They need to be up early in the morning working because this is not ready for prime time. Well, now, the, give it to me again. What is that thing you call it? The club dub. Club dub. And they get out and they... In the locker room. In the locker room, a little dance party after the game, OB. And they party pour pop the, on each other or whatever. Whatever. Water, pop. What do they do when they Gatorade. lose? Uh, they, they go home. Missing Which is action. what we're going to do right now. <laughs>